0: Some vintage action figures. They are. They're very well stiff. Worn. Well worn. Well Action figures usually get loose.
1: Played with. Tw- played with a lot when I was a boy. My father used to go to different. He used to go to China, and every time he came back, he'd buy me something in a toy store and say it was from China. It was cute. Um, That's a little bit grim. No, it's not
0: like a jo- story the Joker would
1: tell. No, no, it was very really nice. He <laughs> would bring me back toys from his travels. But they weren't. But they weren't. They were just. They weren't Chinese toys. Well. Like he said, they were they were made in China.
0: Yeah, this was almost certainly made in China. Doesn't, doesn't say, doesn't say Kenner.
1: Kenner was the company that used to make
0: Don't you tell me who made those? <laughs> theme music for the podcast. Uh, we don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any Rachel I hope it's Rachel That does that For the podcast Or Brian Brian? Brian is another friend Who, who does music Who also does music Yeah So Brian Just saying Rachel has let us down does Brian listen to the podcast? Yes.
1: Are you sure? Yes. Did he tell you he listens to the podcast, or does he actually listen to the podcast? He has.
0: He has accidentally, in conversation, said things to me from the podcast. What a fool! <laughs> now we. Have now him. we know he listens. Anyway, ha. we're back in the tiny room. Back in the tiny room. I'm I'm Nick again as usual, and I'm here with Ben. Hi. As usual. As uh, usual. After our brief hiatus, it's a it's a five and break hiatus. Well, no, it's a six and break
1: hiatus is that what we're doing? I think I think that's what we agreed on <laughs> certainly the way it's been working out this is it's, um, it's
0: Ben's brain refresh week yes
1: it's good it's been very very fruitful
0: Ben let's go what are we doing? what are we talking go. about?
1: so Michael I have news
0: what's your news? I've,
1: I've seen a current movie
0: yeah
1: <laughs> I have I have <laughs> it it's of very the, topical it Guardians of the it's Galaxy Guardians 2? of the Galaxy 2 <laughs> am I on time? Did I? No, no. You still I, haven't I, seen that, I, have you? I still haven't seen that one. No, but the film I have seen, yes, is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Hooray! Huzzah! Um, which is very impressive for me. Yes, it came out the week last week, and,
0: and said, I saw it in that same week. That's incredible.
1: It's after opening weekend, admittedly, so I wasn't like right on the beat, but no, I was. I was there on the Tuesday. It came
0: out on. It came out on Wednesday.
1: it Came out on the Wednesday. I was there the following Tuesday, which is still inside the first, the first Tuesday of its <laughs> of its
0: run. Ben, when so, did you see Spider-Man? <laughs> First Tuesday, <laughs> it was out. Flawless logic, no one could ever deny it. What did you think of it? I
1: thought it was pretty good. Was pretty good, isn't it? I thought it, thought it was really good. Was very good. I'm pleasantly wrong in every. Oh, did you think it, it was? I remember we had our little prediction session. I thought it was going to be quite, quite bad. Oh yeah, you did. But say I that. thought it was very clever. It's very good. Very well done. Mm. Um, Michael Keaton. Oh, love. It's great. I
0: love Michael Keaton. That big snarl. Hey Pete. Yeah <laughs> Awesome Although Let's say Let's say semi-spoilers Semi-spoilers, semi-spoilers. Yeah we're going to have to have some spoilers we'll, we'll spoil things But we'll only spoil things That happen in the trailer mm-hmm. So when When he's threatening Peter Yeah And uh, They're both Out of Costume Let's say In the alter ego point <laughs> Exactly mm-hmm. uh, I, I I couldn't understand Why Peter was intimidated Because Both naked not naked he doesn't get naked with a teenage boy that doesn't happen <laughs> out of costume <laughs> out of costume they he just punch him in the head and kill him he's yeah just one punch
1: Spider-Man with or without the costume has the proportionate strength and ability of a spider right the vulture out of costume has nothing
0: no he's just he's Michael a Keaton. he's, just he's a
1: and almost like he's sixty, sixty six, sixty, 60, 60, 60
0: seven. Yeah, he's he's up there. Like he's His special powers seem to be wispy white hair. No, he had a he had a gun. He did, but I mean, Spiderman. Spiderman. He it's can't Spiderman. man he's, like,
1: he, he's taken on guns quite a few times yeah. in that show.
0: It's good though. It's a good film.
1: Uh, yeah, it's awesome. There's some great cameos from people you don't expect. Um, I can't spoil any.
0: Well, do a hand signal. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Spider-Man Webhand Hey hey Don't do that
1: Don't leave me here You're a criminal You deserve this Mark Wahlberg No it's not Mark Wahlberg Oh He's in the trailer Oh okay Well then in that case Donald Glover Donald Is Glover. in the film yeah. And that's quite significant Because he was tipped To play the black Spider-Man At I don't know if you can call there him that you, you absolutely can it was Donald Glover for Black Spider-Man was the <laughs> name of the Twitter campaign oh, no. that tried to bring him and it's to do with the Latino Black Spider-Man in yeah, the Ma- ultimate Ma- Miles Morales, Morales. Morales yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they wanted Donald Glover yeah. to play him and, and he gets a little in the movie
0: he says I have a nephew in this neighbourhood
1: Oh, see, you're much cleverer than I am. See, you're much cleverer now. So that's obviously um, setting up Miles for the future. But overall, uh, nice, really good movie. Yeah. The the love interest is interesting. A little subversion going on there again. Little bit. Do you think there were some silly parts?
0: There are. It's not a flawless. It's film. not a
1: flawless film.
0: But it's awfully
1: good. Yes. Better, best one they've put out since Captain America: Civil War.
0: Yeah. Let's let's play a game. Better than. I think it's the only one they put out since Captain America. Something. No, no, Doctor Strange. Yeah, but you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, Which is it is better it? than Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Uh, yeah, uh, it's about the same. Okay, about the same. Yeah. Better, better than, than Ant-Man. Better than Ant-Man. Better than Doctor Strange. Better than... Better than any other character's first movie. I
1: would say it is definitely better than any other yeah. first movie. Yeah. It's than, quite funny.
0: Yeah, better than both Thors. Better than... Than mo- better, better than better than both doors. easily easy better than Hulk better than better than most of them. Hmm. But just it's a fair agreement. G- it's like an all-round. It's a good time. It's a g- it's a great time for everyone, game. isn't yeah, it? It's like Spider-Man. There's a couple around. of jokes
1: in there for the adults. There's a-, a few in there for the kids. It's great.
0: It's a great time. For The Death but- Star we'll talk about it more another time yeah we can do spoilers come one forward. of my
1: favourite things though is that, that Disney just works all its franchises in multiple times now. So, so he has like, we've got Wars Spider-Man but it's like a Death Star and Star Wars action oh we can say that because we, yeah, we own can say
0: Star Wars everything. everything but it's nice in a sense because remember in Civil War he said hey although would he if he was such a big Star Wars fan which he clearly is he has Star Wars action figures and Death Star and stuff would he have said hey guys do you remember that really old movie Instead of mm, do, you remember do you remember Fire Strikes Back Yeah,
1: there's a bit of inconsistency there. Mm. Continuity error. I don't like it anymore. Continuity error failed. I've gone off it. Neckbeard's Revenge. It's a shit film. Cast out. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh moving on from there. Um speaking of Star Wars, mm-hmm. Mick. What? How do you feel about the new Star Wars that's going
0: to be coming out? Yeah. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh <laughs> no, look. <laughs> it's what's what's the Disney Expo called? D23? Is that what it is? Why is it called D23 it's though? It's the 23rd Disney Expo? Is it? I don't know. It might
1: it, be. It sounds like a it sounds like something It sounds like something else though. Sounds like, like
0: something someone who has a podcast should have researched <laughs> before <it> deciding <laughs> to bring it up. <clears throat> um, look, they did some Star Wars reveals. I, there's a certain kind of yeah, you have to question yourself when you when you're doing a pop culture podcast mm-hmm. and there's no Star Wars guy. We
1: don't have a Star Wars Star Wars doesn't speak to me. It doesn't resonate to me in any way. I think it's a bit late for
0: me. Right? Yeah. You see, I was born do I want to say what year? I was born in 1982. Okay. So, as far as I'm concerned, too young for the original trilogy. Fair. Then Phantom Menace came out in 1999.
1: I think so, yeah, just before The New Millennium. I
0: was 17. 17. I right hated right. everything.
1: But also, that movie is...
0: Not great. It's, it's garbage, garbage, but... It, like, it, that doesn't matter, because kids now who saw that when they were 5 or 6... Weren't you about 5 or 6 when that came out? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but you don't... You didn't you didn't nine, like nine. it?
1: No, it was... It was so I. I never liked Star Wars because... Um, my uncle was it was a huge Star Wars fan when it came out like it defined things for him Uh, my brother really liked it and he watched them on repeat oh no so they were drummed into me unfairly Like like the Goonies like the Goonies ugh Anything by George Lucas Apart from Indiana Jones Sorry I take that back Indiana Jones is awesome Indiana Jones is pretty good Um, It's awesome (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of by the way I had noticed I was going to take A strategic sip From my Star Wars Coffee mug that you gave me
0: I didn't notice That it was a Star Wars That's well done Ben That's
1: good for radio That's a Star Wars slurp Is what that is
0: Yeah Look it's the same for me When I was a kid I liked Star Trek So there's a little bit Of confirmation bias there because I, I decided when I was a kid I liked Star Trek, and then it was always. And that was Star it. Star yeah, Wars we were never we were never gonna deviate <laughs> from that. Like I, I don't really like Star Trek anymore. I don't like the new Star Treks very much. Mm. But I don't. Uh, the Wars. new Star Treks are very J.J. Abrams. Yeah, yeah. I have no time for them. Look, but I've seen every Star Wars multiple times. We're gonna go see the last Jedi on opening day probably. When you are an opening day fan. I'm an opening day guy. I'll see it eight months later. <laughs>
1: At my own leisure My own leisure
0: Just in time for the podcast Just in time for the podcast Mm. But At the D23 thing More In my wheelhouse. There were There were a couple of Avengers reveals Ooh Avengers Avengers reveals Ooh Mm. Did you see the Avengers reveals?
1: Uh, I have not seen I saw the poster of the whole cast yeah
0: well they got them all out on stage but I mean yeah. there's only so many celebrities they've done can, the whole cast yeah. on stage so many times now it's like it's not a big deal now there's even more and Chris Evans was notable by his absence Ooh. Um, was he missing yeah Chris Evans wasn't there oh. Um, but
1: was he working on another passion project where he plays it down and his look working class guy trying to protect someone
0: or spending a lot of time sending out liberal tweets on twitter Ooh. What did he, He's what very, did he tweet? It's very political. Oh, is he very anti-Trump? Fuck's sake, Captain America! <laughs> <laughs> we support the
1: commander-in-chief. I don't know. I, we here with the podcast support Chris Evans, but Captain America, shame on you. Do we support Trump? Cap- no, we here support Chris Evans. Okay. In his in his vendetta against Donald Trump.
0: Well, look very professionally. I'm going to show you on my phone because I know you haven't seen this. That's fair. I'm going to show you uh, what was revealed, and they basically revealed. The character designs for the bad guys. Well, that's quite cool. There they are. Look. Okay, so we've got. So, a- we've got a skinny guy, a lady, Thanos, Thanos, uh, a, a, an even skinnier guy, and then a rocky Hulk. He looks like
1: Abomination in a different form. Looks a kind bit. of like Space Abomination. So, Space
0: Jonathan Hickman. Right. Yeah. Look, you have an issue with Jonathan I, Hickman. He's a no, he's fine he, he, I like Jonathan Hickman I, I, I think he's a very good writer I think he is a very good writer But He's not a very good hmm. He Every story he writes He basically writes in his own characters and Oh, he creates kind of, new things all the time Yeah, yeah he does do that The starring characters the, the, the mainstays get kind of backgrounded Yeah. So these guys, for example these six, There were six originally But there seems to only be five These guys are called the Black Order Oh, cool. And they're Thanos's henchmen,
1: essentially. His royal guard, so to speak. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Although they were introduced at Disney as Thanos' children. So I think they're kind of come oh. from the same program as Gamora and, and Nebula. And Nebula. So they're, they're basically his elite, right? Okay. So from... We'll stick this picture up, but you can find it yourself. Look up uh, Black Order, Thanos, Disney. Character designs. Um, so we have Corvus Glaive... I'm so glad you know the names of all these things uh, Corvus Glaive is uh, you see they're all kind of vaguely non non-specifically badass so oh. he's very strong and fast and he seems to some degree invulnerable but he has this this blade and this blade can slice through atoms
1: Oh these are very These seem very like The Heralds of Galactus
0: In a sense the different ones
1: He has the The one that comes after The Silver Surfer He has the Varlord Varlord yeah And he has the Adam He has the Adam Slicing axe Oh no that's Terax Terax That's what I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Terax the Destroyer
0: Terax the Terrible
1: Terax the Destroyer I think. Is it
0: Drax the Destroyer
1: no, that's Drax the Destroyer, but I think he was also Terax the Destroyer. Was he? It was a confusing time. <laughs> anyway. Maybe. So
0: he's immortal as long as he has that blade.
1: Oh, so naturally. Oh, I uh, can I can I take a can I take a quick guess for go how on, that go, goes? Go, Captain go, America's go. gonna block it with the shield and then take
0: him out. Oh he can cut his shield. Cut anything. Oh crap. Cut whole skin. Oh okay. cut anything. Uh, so this lady here, she's his wife. Hmm. Uh, she's but they prox- siblings She's prox No 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 they're not siblings Gamora and Nebula aren't siblings But they're all from Thanos Oh but it's from his, his it's, it's, children. it's a Scheme yeah, In the sense a, he kidnaps a, them And brainwashes yeah. them okay fine. So she Is also kind of non Strong And mm-hmm. fast and, and super strong And super everything But she has this staff And this shoots A trident of black light That can't be avoided Oh very dark side yeah like a guy sh- 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 yeah. uh, then Thanos Thanos is Thanos this guy's Ebony Maw I think this is the one who Nidge is going to play
1: it. Nige by the way for anyone listening outside of Ireland there is a, a fantastic gritty crime drama here in Dublin called Love Hate
0: my friend was in it my Ex-friend friend Rob- was in it my friend Robbie this is
1: new to me and uh, in it we explore the, the dangerous world of Dublin criminals and Nige
0: yeah he talks like this yeah so right an um, Yeah Is playing this guy And this guy's superpower I think I'm guessing Ooh, Yeah that. this is a uh, But this is... guy's superpower Is his voice He has the kind of Suggestive voice oh. Like Preacher Or like uh, Someone else who does that Zebediah. Uh, oh but uh,
1: Zebediah Kilgrave But it's not Kilgrave Z- It's yeah, not problem, Zebediah Kilgrave In the Netflix series It is that
0: in the comics But he's just called Kilgrave Yeah in, in Netflix So he has that He has that power so imagine doing that but with Ninja's voice. Yeah? You'll put that down, yeah? Give me that infinity stone, yeah? Give that down, yeah? <laughs> if you ever try to take that infinity stone from me again
1: I will personally spray paint your face with acid, yeah?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be brilliant.
1: Yeah. And then uh, this guy Can I take another pitch on how we beat that guy? We shot the last one down. Go on, go on. Kilgrave's going to be resurrected from the Netflix series and <laughs> they're going to use him. It's going to be a voice-off.
0: Well, this guy in the comics, he he does the magic voice on Doctor Strange. Ooh. So he's pretty... He's the scariest of the Black Order. Yeah, he's going to be psychological. And then this guy... Oh, I forgot his name. Um, you see, in the comics, they were called the Black Order mm-hmm. or the Cull Obsidian, which I think is a cool name. Cull Obsidian is kind of cool.
1: That's Hickman's deal, though. He does high sci-fi yeah, right. he does high science fiction yeah. like he he builds worlds and he creates the whole scope and he really likes it. He's, he's not a man for breadcrumbs no he's not a man for breadcrumbs and I like that about him but it does get very difficult with Marvel stuff because they have a whole canon that they can draw from mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to create a brand new world every time you do something fantastic for counsellor reads <laughs> so
0: this guy was called Black Dwarf but in this they seem to have renamed him Cull Obsidian. Because Dwarf the word, is quite
1: insensitive. Yeah, Black
0: Dwarf. There's a risk there that could... Anyway, he he gets humiliated in the comics. He leads the... When they come to get the Infinity Stones, mm-hmm. he's the one who goes after Black Panther's Infinity Stones. And that doesn't end well. Well, Black Panther's very intelligent. He gets a thorough arse-kicking a thorough ass kicking Ass kicking. anyway that's them so it's pretty exciting I think the most exciting thing is if Nidge is Ebony Maw that'll be yeah. wonderful we get a whole Irishman in Space episode out of because that. there
1: is I think you I think might be onto something there because if he does use his voice on yeah. Stephen Strange in the comics the reveal of that this week was you can see Nidge in the mog suit mo what's it, what's it mo-cap. called mocap suit that's the one thank you and he's leaning over Benedict Cumberbuns.
0: Oh, yeah, he's oh, leaning over probably... Benedict Cumberbuns that's talking to it, him, isn't it? That so that's I would imagine it.
1: that you're. Oh. Yeah,
0: give us <laughs> Steve a <stone> there, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you know what you have to do, yeah? <laughs> now, don't you worry, just take care of it for me, yeah. You head on down there to that field. I've left a little present for you in the field there, yeah. It's a gun, yeah. You just take that now, and you, you get me that stone, yeah good boy
0: Stephen Strange doesn't need guns <laughs> <laughs> sorry I was mixing the characters other news? for
1: comedic effect um, other news than that and rather uh, interesting news this week and more death knells for the Batman adaptation with Ben oh. Affleck uh, Matt Reeves the current director uh, has scrapped Ben Affleck's
0: script ben, ben Affleck wrote the script
1: Ben Affleck had done the, the rewriting was it man? about Batman robbing a bank in Boston uh, yeah and then losing his parents to poverty <laughs> Poverty. Out some, uh, taking was, out
0: some roots. Who was Mark Wahlberg rumored to play in uh, the version?
1: He was going to be uh, the Penguin. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he was going to be a really jacked
0: Penguin. Interesting on-the-spot choice. Yeah. Uh, I was have said Nightwing. He was going to be the Penguin. Oh, sorry, I'm giving you a little bit of footsie there. That was of fancy.
1: You get very excited about Mark Wahlberg as Nightwing.
0: Batman, what are we going to do, Batman? <laughs> We're gonna stop the Penguin, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to... No pain, no gain. What am I saying?
1: Just, just saying the names of Mark Wahlberg. Things. Robin, you gotta use your sticks, Robin. Anyway, My boy's wicked smart. So what's he gonna do? Uh, so He's it's no been scrapped script. and uh, it's going back to the table. Uh, but this is more bad news for this Batman standalone because yeah,
0: it's not gonna happen, is
1: it? We've lost. <laughs> we've lost the director. Uh, it was rumoured That Ben Affleck Was only signing on If he got to do the script mm. So now If we scrap the script mm. What does that mean For Ben Affleck's contract Probably doesn't care anymore Because he was brought in To fix it I don't think Ben Affleck Wants to be in these oh. After Superman vs. Batman I always remember that interview Where yeah, someone Dubbed over Hello Darren, is my old I friend, friend my Over the interview And it's perfect I don't think he wants To be in them anymore I think he wants out Yeah It'd be amazing If you
0: joined Marvel And played Called Obsidian. <laughs> no. Two. No. Someone Batmany. What's the Marvel Batman analogue um, from Squadron Supreme cult? Oh, he's Night Nighthawk,
1: A- Night yeah, I think is what that would he be is good, wouldn't it? That would be very interesting. Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Um, yeah. And if they got Brandon Ruth to play Hyperion. Oh, that would be excellent. <laughs> if they I got... totally am on board. Yeah. With that. And if they got who else has been in like a Oh Adria, Adrian Padlicki, Is that her name? She was in the Failed Wonder Woman po- pilot Really? If they got her to play Power Woman So they just collect The DC and they just crew collect the, Although she already Plays Mockingbird So that's Sorry that's cance- Cancel that idea that Brandon Roods now
1: plays uh, The Atom um, Yeah but The Atom Is
0: DC as well Mockingbird is Oh
1: Mockingbird from Ages The Hawkeye okay, okay So we can't do that Oh <sighs> darn it Uh, and the only last uh, well there was no more uh, oh you did want to talk about Doctor Who Oh yeah, it's a yeah. lady. Doctor Who, a lady. Doctor Who, a lady. This news to me. I've been catching up on the last series. I quite like Doctor Who. I hate its inconsistencies, and I think Moffat is not as good no, um, as Russell T. Davies. But um, you
0: care about inconsistencies. You're watching the wrong show.
1: I know, but I hate that it breaks its own rules. Sci-fi so it follow its own rules, but I still love the show because generally the actors that they choose to play the Doctor are quite entertaining in
0: several ways. I don't consider it sci-fi. It's sci-fi science fantasy, fantasy. science fantasy yes because we do go back I mean? in time we go backwards well,
1: forwards in and around
0: no it's still fiction though I need a better word it's not really science is it it's just fantasy mm. quantum fantasy yeah it's it's, um, anyway. it's
1: really magic it follows the the rule of thing anyway back to Batman because it got me thinking yeah Batman's a lady now Batman's a lady now who is the lady actually for a Doctor Who oh no Who who
0: is she what's her name oh no J. Jody. Jodie J- Foster <laughs> The old <laughs> tree girl um, uh, I'm going to look it up Jodie mm. Wettingfield She has the most English name I've ever heard Jodie Whittingfield Je- Jerry 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 Halliburth Jerry Hatwood no.
1: Jodie Whittaker Oh that was pretty close You were pretty close <laughs> um, Oh she's cool Yeah she's in a lot of stuff She's got a very stern face though is not she Well she's one of those Oh it's your one, one, yeah, one. yeah yeah No you've seen her mm-hmm. Um oh that would be deadly okay I'm quite looking forward to a female Doctor uh, <laughs> oh there's an excellent thing here where just someone cough, took just, just cough daily just cough the female
0: Doctor mind.
1: Uh, wasted waste. <laughs> you turned it into a fantasy uh, anyway it got me thinking about Batman about Batman mm-hmm. and adaptations mm. and how many t- incarnations Batman actually has mm-hmm. and how many of them are successful and how many of them are not oh is
0: your theory that Batman is like Doctor Who uh,
1: well there have been several theories like that over the years where there's like alternate Batmans and Batman creates like a continuity program for himself and there's clones in a tank and there's all kinds of <laughs> he uses uh, he uses his own Lazarus Pit there's
0: been all kinds of Robin is just a young clone of Batman
1: that's you see, that's been thrown... I mean, that's what the new Robin is that's what Damien is Damien Wayne He's a tube-grown... Is he? Batman hybrid. I thought yeah. it was the
0: old-fashioned... No. The old she's... He's...
1: It's old-fashioned in uh, But then he's been altered. Oh. In utero. Um, in a vat. In a vat. She didn't actually carry him to term. Well, she wouldn't. Like a traditional... No, because Ty is an old... She's an old gal. She's a ninja. Yeah, she's an old gal. And you can't be skipping around rooftops nine months in. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, he was actually removed. And then tube-grown... In Arrow, she's played by Michael Shanks' wife. I really don't like that they just took all of Batman's backstory
0: and gave it to Green Arrow. It's great. It's Batman, but he's Green Arrow. That's yeah, what that show is. That's garbage. But that's a really crap title for a TV show. It's Batman, but it's Green Arrow. So they just yeah, called it so Arrow.
1: But I really don't agree with all of that. I thought that was really stupid. But well, like, it's popular. I oh, know, it's popular. I can't argue with it. Like It's fine. Well, People likely. like it.
0: And probably a better representation representation of Talia al Ghul than Bloody Dark Knight Rises oh you mean Marianne Cotillard yeah oh, I, was, I was Talia al Ghul all along when they, were <laughs> talking, when they were talking about me climbing out of the pit it was me <laughs> voila uh, voila I am out of the pit
1: very sorry to any French listeners that we just lost um, but yeah um, but it got me thinking um, and I am as you know Michael mm-hmm. A tremendous Batman fan An enormous Batman fan And the thing that actually Got me into Batman Was Batman the Animated Series Uh, So today That's what we're going To talk about Michael Because you and I Have a difference of opinion Mm. On Batman the Animated Series
0: Yes But Unlike with that Oh my friend Brian Real Uh, Brian or fake Brian? Real Brian The the guy with the the, Music uh, Brian Music Brian He 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 listened to Our Our least popular episode Actually uh, Is Avengers Even Good And Mm. Midway through, he stopped listening to go and watch it. And now he really hates you. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Good. Good. It's always nice to be hated. Sorry. So, you why, know, why does he hate me? His exactly, exact words were, What's wrong with Ben? <laughs> Just what's wrong with him?
1: Um, there's a few things wrong with <laughs> I've got a cert on my wall. Um... I have to show a medical card to people before I go in. Um, yeah. Um, so, that's yeah, what we're going to talk what we're about saying, today. Yeah,
0: different opinion. Um, yeah. So, unlike the whole Avengers thing, I don't per se dislike Batman the Animated Series. Okay. It just, it doesn't, it, it didn't hit me in a formative period, that's first fair. of all. Uh, but neither did a lot of things I like as an adult. But I just find it very dull it's just it's a bit I just find it a bit dull I understand it's a bit slow paced It is very slow paced For a cartoon
1: It is very slow paced For a cartoon I'm,
0: It's it's a bit slow It's a bit dark It's a bit That's what I like about it That's what I didn't like about it
1: Ah so we're never Going to
0: change your mind No no We might change my mind Because uh, you gave me Some episodes to watch And I watched I did I also looked up Online what's the worst episode And watched that too Because I'm not having You influence me That's fair enough I know you're not That's fair
1: <laughs> I did choose a, a, a What's what of, a, of, a smorgasbord of episode, episode. I, I, I chose some gems for I don't know if I, we're,
0: I don't know we're going to talk about this do you want me to do you want me to say something about um, the episode you chose for me yeah go ahead do you, want, do you want, can I say something about the episode yes sure Very Little Batman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that plays into why I like it god um, damn text message <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited but that was not me vibrating with this mixed phone um, Very Little Batman that is why I chose those episodes oh because I think it's very important that there's Very Little Batman in some of the best episodes Um and thank you for, for for walking me into section number one <laughs> uh, which is uh, where all this comes from where 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 all this came from so the golden age of comics was the 1950s disagree is that not the agreed upon era for golden age comics
0: no I thought it was the 30s
1: it's not the 30s or the 50s is not that whole?
0: well no because they kind of disappeared after world war 2 that's true
1: True, they didn't sell enough stamps. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so we'll say the 1930s then. We'll go back, Um, and then they didn't really have a massive resurgence until the nineteen seventies.
0: Sixties.
1: Well, it was the end of the sixties, early (laughs) seventies. I'm going to say the (laughs) nineteen (laughs) seventies. Okay, go on. What did you get in the message? Go on. No, I'm not. I'm checking up. When was the Golden Age of
0: comics? Oh, okay, that's fair enough. so. Oh yeah, okay From the late The, the golden age of comic books Describes an era of American comic books mm-hmm. From the late 1930s To circa 1950
1: Okay So I'm a little bit late A little but, bit But I was in the ballpark Hold on, let's do Silver Age Yeah, let's do Silver Age
0: Now, I like the fact that the podcast Has devolved to doing research on, on air On spot <laughs> On air research uh, Silver Age is considered to cover the period 1956 to circa
1: 1970 Oh man, I'm just outside the window yeah.
0: the time. <laughs> you just okay so you're like a man we... pissing on a toilet seat <laughs> you're just keep hitting everything else you're pissing on the toilet seat of comic trivia <laughs> so the silver age is considered to
1: be awfully silly and um, and comics kind of moved from very strong war themes and patriotism themes to looser storylines influenced by the 60s and things like that crazy colours things like that Mm -hmm. and none more so than Batman experienced this really strange period Camp Batman Camp Bat uh, led largely by 1960s Batman starring Adam West may he rest in peace Um, yeah no it's kind of sad Daniel Clooney Um, for fuck's sake Clooney why are you still here (laughs) Um, and congratulations on the twins Um, but also um So a lot of that fed into the comics, because it was so successful as a TV series, they felt that this camp tone would work very well in the comics. Well that always happens, doesn't Um, it? Yeah, but didn't,
0: didn't really,
1: it got very, very silly. Mm -hmm. So this led to a huge push in crazy storylines. Um, weird costumes mm-hmm. like um, Zebra Batman yeah. and Rainbow Batman yeah. uh, and then it's basically what Grant Morrison has used to fuel his career ever since He, whenever he wants to do something strange he takes something from the Silver Age Batman and he makes it dark
0: Yeah, that's what he does. Um,
1: so uh, there was a famous Zoran Ra Batman in the 1970s or 19, sorry, 1960s period where Batman travelled to an alternate dimension melting an, un- un- an alternate dimension version of himself that was super strong and kind of supermanish and it turns out when Grant Morrison got his Scottish mitts on it uh, that it became uh, his default personality if his mind was taken over by somebody else so it was his backdoor personality uh, that allowed him to still operate as Batman um, so that's what that's it became yeah it was in the Batman OIP storyline bizarre. so yeah this is what Grant Morrison does he goes back to the Silver Age he takes things and he works them into the, the modern nice cast and creepy yeah, he kind of creeps him out. Um, so that's what he does. Um, and so, the 1970s, that can was Ed. Ed. Can you hear Ed? I hope that came up on the podcast. Ed is meowing outside the door.
0: Hold on, just be quiet for a second. Let's see if we can hear him. Hey, Ed. That was you, That was Ed. me.
1: <laughs> but I was trying to get him to mew back. Um, but... Uh, what happened then was the 1970s came along and comics started to get a little bit darker overall. Oh. The silly tone kind of left, and two guys took over the Batman room. Mm-hmm. And they were Neil Adams and uh, Dennis O'Neill. Legends. Uh, legends, uh, especially in terms of Batman, but for many of DC's characters, they also took over Green Arrow and Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, and social they introduced issues. a lot of big, big social mm-hmm. issues into comics drugs. Uh, actual crime affecting the city Ed is just outside the door <laughs> mewing away um, so this episode is brought to you by Cats Mewing for attention yeah. um, you're more than welcome uh, to, to listen it's quite relaxing um, should we let him in? let him in
0: And in. Okay.
1: there's going to be a little bit of background noise yes. but we're going to let Ed in
0: come on Ed you coming in? hello hello just leave the door open okay we're going to leave
1: the door open so that the sound the sound may be a little bit off but Um, look
0: it'll be worth it if there's a cat it'll be worth it if there's a cat in the room oh there's also a nice breeze
1: it is quite nice the tiny room is sweaty today so Uh, sorry yeah so they started to introduce these things and uh, when um, Dennis O'Neill was actually asked about it he said that the the aim of Batman (laughs) wow Ed loves Um, Batman Ed loves Batman like another cat in the Batman canon yeah. Catwoman Catwoman um, yeah. and he said that the aim of his run with Neil Adams was to take it back to where it started that he was a vigilante because the original Batman was quite dark he was just a guy who ran around with a gun and shot criminals yeah. um, so they were taking it back to that darker tone uh, that avenging kind of thing and then naturally that actually took over the whole tone of Batman and he became the Dark Knight mm-hmm. as the years went by this all culminated in 1980. 1980- Nines, uh, Batman by Tim Burton Great movie uh,
0: Fantastic Batman Sweet. adaptation Remember what you were saying earlier About the animated series Was your introduction? Yes This was my introduction mm, Very good This is Batman to me Michael so Keaton will always be Batman Michael Keaton Except when he's the Vulture He was
1: great as the Vulture Yeah he was um, That suit That mech suit man It was awesome great. Um, I really love the working class storyline As well That was awesome Anyway Moving back to where I was coming from um, The Batman anime series Actually takes all of the stuff from the 1989 version and kind of streamlines it Mm -hmm. and makes it into something else so um, I love a lot of things
0: (laughs) let's close the door again about yeah he's he's so
1: quiet Ed sorry Ed Um, I'm just going to try and do that as silently as possible oh podcast professionalism (laughs) yeah it's perfectly open door with a mewing cat Uh, so uh, there are a lot of things that I love uh, about Batman the animated series mm-hmm. one of them is the aesthetic that we just touched on um, the aesthetic is completely 1950s noir Yeah, uh, from start to finish it doesn't make any sense there's future tech all over the place um, but it really again comes back to that vigilante um, stalking the city dispensing justice and Tim kind Burton. of theme Tim Burton and Tim Burton's um, dark dark tone mm. um, I think it's famous for being done on black cells yeah Uh, the whole thing is designed so it is by its very nature completely dark and brooding really noticeable yeah it's very dark Um, it borrows very heavily from the 19... Forty-one uh, and nineteen forty-two Fleischer cartoons with Superman. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever of seen I, those. Of course, I have. They're a testament to fluid animation. If you watch them now, they're actually still some of the most fluid animations. You've ever seen. yeah, it? they rotoscoped everything. That's how they did it. They introduced rotoscoping. Uh, rotoscoping, sorry, is um, how you uh, you move frames uh, while not moving um, the backgrounds and things like that. So they introduced they
0: film actors as well. Yeah, Yeah, so they. So it's the
1: original thing, and they would take the frames from the auditions and the things like that, and they would draw over them. So you have this really fluid movement. The original mocap. And they went for. Exactly, it was mocap 1.0. Yeah. Um, And they would uh, actually go for 60 frames, uh, which is human movement. Uh, Yeah, yeah. no, they put a lot of time and effort into the Fleischer cartoons, and it really shows 60 frames a second is a lot of Uh, frames. Yeah, it's a lot of frames. It's like human movement frame, like they they gave it a go. Yeah, hold on.
0: Hold on I'm going to check No I'm taking issue No no All I'm right. not taking issue With saying that I'm taking issue With you making the claim That humans move At 60 frames No per sorry second. Sorry the,
1: <laughs> sorry. We don't move At 60 frames per second um, General film Cinematic film Is around That level Of frames per second I
0: don't think it is
1: It's slowed down If you go to the cinema But like normal recordings Are a little
0: bit more Are right. they Yeah Wasn't The Hobbit In 60 frames per second And everyone thought It looked weird Really yeah. Really? People are used to the kind of treacly-ish, the ishness of the cinematic speed of about 30 frames a second. Is 30 frames a second? I don't time know. Time it time might time. be 45. But The Hobbit was faster than usual. And huh. it gave it that kind of manic look. That jolty kind of... Yeah. yeah. That kind of, I know that. We'll have to check that out. We'll check that could it. be that, a retraction section. That wasn't part of the podcast.
1: So, this is one thing that I really love. I love the Batmobile. That's great I love the costume mm-hmm. uh, I love hold that on, everything is Art Deco Hold on Which costume? Uh, the original I uh, Okay so to clarify that The question that Mick is asking For clarification on Is season 1, 2 and 3 Right Are traditional navy cape And speedos uh, Over grey suit With traditional Batman symbol Of yellow and black Right Taken from Very heavily from Tim Burton's Batman With the yellow and black symbol and yeah but the like and
0: Batman Wasn't bla- Was black black But surely I Well I thought mm-hmm. Anyway That they had done that Because If you tro- if you made him all black He'd blend into his own him, Background Which would be kind of the point mm-hmm. In reality If there was a Batman That would make a lot of sense Gotham is very dark That's the whole point of Batman yeah. That's why he's black uh, And not the point of Moon Knight
1: mm-hmm. Not the point not of Moon Knight Opposite Who point. likes people to see him coming Exactly which is very naughty
0: <laughs> 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 uh, So this is largely
1: down to the show's uh, uh, Chief animator which is Bruce Tim. Uh, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini Could be seen as the main creative force behind this They pioneered the series in 1992 um, And I was 10 Coming into the fourth season of Batman They wanted to reinvigorate it a little bit Uh, And they created The New Adventures Of Batman and Robin Which is considered Part of Batman The Animated Series Mm. In addition And you can see Bruce Timm's Very recognisable style Come to the fore Yeah It looks different Uh, Justice League I'm sure If anyone Anyone who's a fan of comics Has seen the Justice League Animated Series It's great By Bruce Timm It's fantastic Uh, Anyone who's seen it Has seen the uh, Justice League Unlimited series, even greater, um, where all the male superheroes pretty much follow the same model sheet, all the female superheroes <laughs> follow the same model mm-hmm. sheet, but in various colors and nice designs. Yeah. They're nice, simple, sleek, animated ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recently had a resurgence thanks to Justice League Gods and Monsters, where he did like an alternate reality version of Batman, Superman no, yeah, no, of good. the Trinity. Um, anything Bruce Tim puts his hand to, he's usually a little bit dark, mm-hmm. um, but really nice compared to a lot of the DC animated stuff that exists. Guys These figures
0: They have figurines Ben bought
1: some Action figures Sorry these are action figures they're Ben garbage. brought some action figures From my childhood
0: And they're le- Legit from his childhood And they're 1993 I have some Of these But they're Bruce T- They're Bruce Bruce They're more They're more Bruce, they're more than Bruce Tim Than, than and this now looking at them Like those pecs on Batman Are I mean they're not realistic But no. they're much more realistic Than the Concrete slab On my one yeah,
1: there. Uh, so the so the original season one, two, and three of the Batman animated series, everyone was still very human, mm-hmm. um, uh, and you could see Batman as kind of I, I guess if you wanted to look at him as like a Victorian bodybuilder. Yeah, that's the way I think of it. Yeah, like like he's a, very in shape, like but a strong man. Yeah, but he's not defined. Mm-hmm. But he's very, he's clearly very, very supple, like Eric Allen Kramer. In, yeah,
0: in Thor- Hercules of Thor. If yeah,
1: exactly. Know. He's 80s ripped. Mm-hmm. Um. And then
0: eighteen eighties ripped <laughs> Boom! Um, <laughs> Castle podcast we've hit jokes perfection. We've just peaked. We've just peaked.
1: Um, and then um, the new Bruce Tim is very angular. Everything is sharp lines. What mm. happened to him? Uh, he he had a, an accident <laughs> involving <laughs> M. C. Escher, and everything got, got mixed mm-hmm. up. R- but R- his jokes, his new <laughs> animated style, um, is very sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the original A lot more um, I have nothing against The new one I think you might prefer Season 4 It's much faster mm-hmm. paced Yeah it's a little it's a faster paced sharper Well
0: here's the thing The episodes you recommended For me I didn't know Which episode Where they were from In the series mm-hmm. Other than Some of them Batman had was more blue And then some of them He was grey and black. black And Joker Was vastly different Yeah they completely Changed Joker Actually did Joker voice There when I was saying yeah. Vastly different but Joker was vastly different. Yeah.
1: They changed him completely. And the
0: first one was better. Uh, first one was better. It was yellow. way
1: more uh, Jack Nicholson yeah. Joker, mob boss Jack Nicholson. Uh, and then when he was revamped, they just give him a white face with black eyes and. And then they revert to the original design in Justice League. Ah, yeah, he has yellow better. eyes and yellow teeth. That's a better So design. they go back,
0: yeah. The, the second version just has black black eyes he doesn't have pupils he has white pupils oh, look, yeah, no white he pup-
1: has white pupils it's, it's, it's weird it's weird too inverted yeah it's but not they great.
0: didn't change Harley Quinn no she stayed
1: she stayed the same she stayed Harley Quinn remains Harley Quinn actually comes from the Batman anime too. Mm. that's where she had her origin and she's now one of their biggest characters you know what
0: uh, she's tremendous step, stop me if I'm stepping on a bit please do but in the episodes you send me so, will I read the names? Sure. There's, there might be one person listening who sure. doesn't care which episodes I watched. Just in case. So, here's the episodes I watched. Uh, here's the episodes I watched. Hold on. Hold on. I wrote this down. Hold on. I did, I did write this down. I am a semi-professional podcaster. Sure you yeah. <laughs> are. So, I watched um, Almost Got Him. Yep. Yeah. In which uh, Batman villains retell the story of how they almost got Batman. Mm-hmm. And then I watched The Man Who Killed Batman mm-hmm. In which A nobody Retells mm-hmm. the story Of how he almost Killed Batman Wonderful. And then I watched Over the Edge uh, Which I didn't like oh. Oh, I hate it. it Was All a Dream Oh yeah Well that's fair That's Any fair The ending is terrible It Was All a Dream Can take a hike uh, I watched Mad Love Mad Love Which was A Harley Quinn origin story Classic Uh, music for the podcast he listens to the podcast while he watches television why did that happen I don't know Um, I don't know so yeah and I watched Mask of the Phantasm Mask
1: of the Phantasm
0: awesome oh
1: it's alright oh I hate you (laughs) so so the reason that I chose these episodes, Michael... Mm-hmm. What did you notice about all the episodes that I chose for you?
0: Well, we said already, I think. I think we said that on the podcast, not just in conversation before. <laughs> oh, we did.
1: Sorry. No, I think we said it in conversation and we didn't say it in the podcast. Oh, did we? Okay, I'll do it again. Yeah,
0: do it again. There's very little Batman in
1: them. Exactly, Michael. Which brings me on to my second point, which leads on to where we came from in the 1970s. Uh, so maybe we did say it in the podcast. I think we did. Well, I don't know. Anyway, we're repeating ourselves. It's fine. It's episode 12. We're running out of material. Um, <laughs> so... The 1970s uh, Sorry the 1960s Through there Introduced So many villains Mm -hmm. Like Hundreds of strange villains Like Quilt Man Yeah And Spinner Top Shelving Unit Man Shelving Unit Man Egg Man Yeah Signal Man
0: Ikea Detolf Display Case Man
1: He's actually pretty good Um, he was a Swedish carpenter whose family was murdered by superheroes Um, (laughs) Um, I wata air jet air compressor man yeah his, his, his origin story wasn't so good his family actually died in a freak spray painting accident <laughs> and he donned the symbol of his of his fear. Well he, he
0: does have a I'm just saying that things that are sitting around in the tiny room, the room. Mm. Uh, He did have a giant dinosaur He did have a giant dinosaur There's a giant dinosaur in the room next to Thor's hammer yeah. Mjolnir has a giant dinosaur for company the, the star
1: sapphire? Is that star sapphire?
0: Yeah pretty much
1: Wow What did yeah. you do next to Drax and Captain America?
0: Look things are weird things fell Four lost his head Aww. the super glue it back on He's a stiff neck now Oh crap <laughs> That's tragedy Yeah Um. What are sapphires saying? are right, though
1: Big boobs on that action figure
0: Yeah lots of action figures Have big boobs <laughs> Look at Black Cat up there Wow Ben Hey <laughs> <laughs> <Let's>, uh, <laughs> We're the punk so, out so here Yeah sorry <laughs> So
1: What this series actually does Is it, it kind of peels back a lot of those weird superheroes and, and kind of brings it down to a core few. Right. Uh, and Almost Got Him is one of the episodes I chose for you because you see the core villains of the Batman animated series. There's Poison Ivy. Yeah. There's Oswald Cobblepot or the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Joker. Mm-hmm. There's Two-Face mm-hmm. and there's Killer Croc.
0: And Harley Quinn a little
1: bit. Harley Quinn, yeah, she pops up um, and it's a great episode because it tells the stories of different villains and how they try to take out the Bat. Yeah. But what I really love about that is, um how much it focuses on their individual style in each case so the Mm -hmm. Joker's one is very maniacal death trappy Um, Two-Face's one is very obsessed with justice Um, Poison Ivy's is all about her character it's eco, eco, eco Mm -hmm. and Killer Croc is completely manpower based like it's there's no brains there's nothing like that um, it's completely man, manpower based
0: well Killer
1: Croc turns out to be Batman yeah Killer Croc there's no there's a statute of limitations we're well past yeah oh yeah full spoilers um, he's been fooling the whole time and he's actually sitting at the table listening to the stories and it's like a, an undercover sting guess, oh, classic that Batman way. and I really liked it um, then there are other episodes that I recommended to you that are completely uh, focused on him as well for example um, the man who killed Batman mm-hmm. is all about a world without Batman. It's so about, he's yeah, dead for
0: the episode. It's about the world that they live in. Yes, there are very few cartoons that do that.
1: So it builds up Gotham more than it builds up Batman. Yeah, uh, and then the other ones that I gave you were *Heart of Ice*, uh, where Mr. Which Freeze. I didn't watch. Okay, you didn't watch Mr. Freeze. Uh, you didn't watch *Heart of Voice, which is where Mr. Freeze was introduced, uh, and he is. Um, just He just has this huge amount of character development... in used show. you. No, we completely lose that. He's quite Shakespearean hey, in his... Hey, freeze! <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger did not voice him Cheer in the out. animated series. It would have been kind of funny if he did, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so he actually has way more character development than Batman in that. Um, and Mad Love is all about the tragedy of Harley Quinn. And, um,
0: I, I think I had seen that as a kid. You probably had. Because have. I... When I first encountered, when I later encountered Harley Quinn, like in my 20s maybe, I had a memory of seeing her in live action. Huh. But I obviously got some sort of weird confusion. I think I'd seen that episode as a kid and then thought that that had happened in the Batman 1989 movie. Oh. I think the two of them combined together, so then when I heard there was going to be a live action Harley Quinn, I was like, no, that's happened already wow yeah that's nothing to do with anything that's just a weird personal no, that's okay. story <laughs> personal um, I'll tell you what though mm. Margot Robbie was a great choice she was a great having, Harley Quinn having watched that cartoon she's quite she's quite sexy Harley Quinn as a cartoon she's uh, Batman Arkham
1: Asylum the video game Harley Quinn is probably sexier she's very hyper but
0: I mean there's some weird shit going on with Joker. is weird. That's a weird abusive relationship. She gets slapped around and she still loves him. That's going to feck up a lot of young girls' minds, Ben. I'm against it. Did
1: you read my essay on that? that? Uh, no, I, wrote, I, I wrote an essay on that. I'm not going to link it below because that seems very self-serving. Uh, but you can find it. It's out there. I did a whole essay on the toxic relationship model that they
0: show. She. she he's, he's, he's a bit depressed because Batman beat him. Right. Yeah. And then she comes in in a negligee, mm-hmm. in a cartoon, yeah. and we we see Joker through her spread legs, and she's trying to seduce him, and he pushes her off the table, and then she comes back, and he backhands her. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not before she hits out the wonderful line that's very fitted to a uh, kid show, which is, "Come on, Mister J." don't you want to rev your Harley
0: amazing and it's she's like, on the table on her hands and knees going
1: yeah. whoa Joker is a, a man of discipline though. and then she's yeah he does not want to rev a Harley
0: and she spends the whole episode trying to make him love her and yeah. then he throws her out of fuck. oh no I can swear no, 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 he throws, no. <laughs> throws her out a fucking window he throws her out a fucking window and um, then sends her a bottle of wine or something and she's fine and she's fine because she's oh, fucked up in the head that's some but, weird shit
1: He does. Paul Dini did defend this choice, and he showed he. It's now been completely separated, by the way. Uh, Harley Quinn has had a catharsis in the comics, where she and the Joker almost fall into that again, Uh and she beats the living shit out of him and moves away from that.
0: Yeah, doesn't count.
1: And Poison Ivy has really helped. No, but it's just funny because DC is now distancing themselves. Big time from that relationship model.
0: But that's the relationship they had in Suicide but
1: Squad. Paul Dick. Yeah, Why well. Are you on so high pitch? I think David Hire kind of doesn't really understand He's that comment that we He's a real dick. Um, I hate David Hire. <laughs> Training day was so good. Why couldn't you do something like that with the Suicide Squad? I just didn't, anyway, I'm not getting into Suicide Squad. We're also, speaking of Suicide
0: there. Squad, Killer Croc is a real punching bag in this cartoon.
1: He is. Not just, as racist as Suicide Squad's Killer Croc, though. No. That's what like do you want to go right. back to prison? B.E.T. and chicken wings. Yeah. Ooh. That's, that's pretty bad.
0: Ooh. But, um, yeah, he's a real punching bag. Yeah. But it's like... He's a, he's a punchline. That's, yeah. That's what he is. And like, He gets beaten up by Batman. He gets beaten up by
1: Bane. That actually happened in the 1980s, in Nightfall.
0: Yeah. Bane well, breaks him. But, yeah, isn't it the whole thing of, like, Killer Croc, until they needed a monster he was just a kind of guy with a skin condition he was a guy
1: with a skin condition that gave him mildly enhanced strength he was stronger than your average but um, Jeff Loeb kind of rewrote him for the Hush storyline and he became he it was actually degenerative it it turned him more into an animal than a man the lizard and he became amphibious he became the uh, lizard from Spider-Man yeah he became the lizard from Spider-Man he did look very like the lizard from Spider-Man actually Uh, wore a big trench coat everywhere Mm -hmm. so um, moving on from there but what I wanted to focus on there was the the villain's are really given a lot of screen time, and the best thing about Batman has always been his rogues gallery. It's kind of similar to Spider Man. I think people like the different villains that pop up as they come along. Mm-hmm. We like to see them because they're very colourful and they're usually quite varied in in their in what they are. I
0: think the only DC character who has better villains is Green Lantern. I don't know that many
1: of his villains. I know the different coloured lanterns. I know Atrocitus, and I know yeah.
0: There's Sinestro. Sinestro is amazing. There's his evil brother, Greg Lantern. Because that's a dead guy. No, I've made him up. Oh, you've made him up. It was a bit. It's a bit. Uh, I, th- what I was, what I was getting at was that he doesn't have. He doesn't have. It. No, it I only know one,
1: which is Sinestro, and I know Atrocitus. But that's because I'm a nerd who reads comics.
0: And Atrocitus is
1: cat. Atrocitus is cat, which is Jinx. I don't know that what he's, no that's that's Clarion the Witch Boys cat um, no it's Treacle
0: why do I not name so many cats Ed Sheeran Ed Sheeran <laughs> <Children>. who is <laughs> our
1: our podcast cat who is evil yeah um, don't tell Katie I said that <laughs> Um anyway What this does when you see the villains is what you don't actually realise you're getting every time you see them in Almost Got Them or they mention a story with Batman. You're building your own version of Batman in your head Mm. through their lens. That's Mm. what I really like about Almost Got Them. Each one perceives Batman slightly differently. Mm -hmm. Um, For some, he's like a goal. For the Joker, he's a goal to conquer. Mm -hmm. Uh, For Poison Ivy, he's a hindrance. Mm -hmm. For Two-Face, he's kind of this sick, ideal version of what Two-Face could have been and it drives him mad, you know what I mean? Um, And then in uh, The Man Who Killed Batman, you get to see what the city is or what he is to the city. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole city falls apart when he dies. Even the villains can't figure out what's happening. Like, the whole city collapses... When Batman doesn't function And it leads to that really interesting question of If Batman wasn't around Would Gotham be as bad ah. as it was? Which I really love as a question Even though I love Batman It's a really interesting question
0: mm-hmm. Would
1: Gotham be the criminal utopia that it is If Batman wasn't around? Is he the catalyst for all this weird behaviour? Because he creates a lot of his own villains
0: Avengers kind of stole that notion for for Avengers 2 For Age of Ultron
1: yeah, well, I think it became a popular theme based on... I'm not going to say definitely based on this series, but it, it is a key episode in in a lot of writers' careers. They mentioned this episode where... Sid the Squid. Sid the Squid is this ridiculous throwaway character who causes absolute chaos in Gotham City through an accident. It's really interesting. Uh, in Mad Love, you get to see how cruel Batman can be because he makes fun of Harley like he he's a real dickhead he's a real dick to yeah, Harley he's like, by the end he I, laughs
0: yeah he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of this situation you have me in by calling your abusive boyfriend because mm-hmm. I know he'll show up and be yeah. very, even bigger dickhead it's kind of messed up yeah.
1: um, but also you see how afraid people can be of him because when he laughs she is actually terrified mm-hmm. she doesn't understand why he's laughing and you get to see more of this character in Heart of Ice you get to see his compassion because he feels for Mr. Freeze oh I'm glad I didn't watch that one and everything no it's really well done like wow. for a 90s cartoon it's I really well compassion. done uh, and then of course we have the amazing Mask of the Phantasm nah. which you watched okay you don't think it's amazing I'm in love with Batman I can't help it oh, I am a complete fanboy about this and you are welcome in comments or whatever to have a go at me I don't mind um, I Look, will cry a little bit here's my
0: issue mind. with Mark, Mask of the Phantasm spoilers 1999? Uh, It's well 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 outside. Look, that dude is definitely a dude. Hmm. And then he takes off his mask and his entire body shape changes. That is not fair. That is not a fair twist.
1: Yeah, the phantasm does change body shape after the mask reveal. That is
0: not fair. That is an unfair twist. That's fair. And, and, there is only one other new character introduced who it could possibly have been. So if you're paying any sort of attention it's definitely I've forgotten her name <laughs> uh,
1: red hair I never red hair lady name. it's not it's, it's not, not Renee Montoya she's not important yeah. she's she is an old flame of Batman's and it delves into his early history as Batman mm-hmm. um, and what I think is amazing about it is it shows kind of the psychological weight that it, it puts on him he has this amazing scene in a graveyard where he says I never planned for this mm-hmm. and what he never planned for was being in love or being happy um, with the phantasm with the phantasm well he doesn't know she's the phantasm at the time yeah
0: it's Andrea Andrea Romanoff
1: it's not Romanoff Andrea Roman. get out of here it's Black Widow's sister um, I can't remember
0: the name I watched it today is it Andrea I think it's Andrea oh Christ is it Andrea <laughs> no it
1: we're not checking it again we're nearly out of time I'm going to actually um, play the theme So so um, and the final thing um, that I really love about um, Batman the animated series is how it shaped everything that came after it Go on. Um, much of the Batman aesthetic, Andrea um, Beaumont. Uh, was close enough. I got the first name. Um, his Justice League incarnation and his um, Batman the animated series incarnation is the one that has shaped most of his uh, cartoon and video game adaptations since. For sure, it's uh, same actor. Following the mo- yeah, well, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are the definitive Joker and Batman. Mm-hmm. I think everybody kind of pictures them as. The definitive In the thing mm.
0: In the episode I think it's Mad Love uh, They kidnap uh, Jim Gordon mm. at, Under the, He's pretending to be a dentist Yeah And Harley's a very sexy dental nurse She is it's, it's So uncomfortable <laughs> A few minutes there Anyway um, And then they throw the, He throws a grenade at them And as he throws a grenade at them He says May the floss be with you Oh that's excellent It's <laughs> uh, such a throwaway joke he, uh, While he's throwing the grenade uh, But I mean If you don't know That he's the guy From Star Wars What a weird thing to say yeah, What a weird Why would you make A Star Wars things. joke While throwing a grenade at, Dressed as a dentist I
1: actually think That Mark Hamill Was a better joker Than he ever was A Jedi oh. I, I don't mind I'll say that He's several pretty good times. He's it's pretty goddamn good I don't know if you've ever Played the Arkham games Have you? I have They're awesome Like they're really good But Paul Dinny from this wrote those so he's considered to be quite definitive in shaping Batman now but um, the Justice League versions of them were all part of um, the Batman animated series and they got carried on like the Joker didn't change that much when Mm -hmm. they needed a new villain and stuff like that so I just like how he shaped everything there was a really cool run called Detective Batman Detective Comics and Paul Dinny wrote a lot of those and they're really good as well Um, anyway So are you saying it's your definitive Batman? It's well it is my definitive Batman. That's the Batman that I grew up watching on Saturday mornings.
0: In the way that the nineteen nineties X-Men are my definitive X-Men. Strange definitive X-Men, but I understand. No. It's they're the definitive (laughs) X-Men.
1: on that note ladies and gentlemen uh, that's what I think of Batman the animated series what do you think of Batman the animated series it's alright uh, oh that was a no, it. was for, for the listeners yeah. but what do you think Michael
0: it's, yeah, it's fine it's fine yeah. it does the job it, it didn't speak to me as a teenager it was a bit too slow it was a bit too considered that's not what I wanted as a teen I like slow and considered There's, there are scenes where someone is stirring their coffee threateningly and you can hear clock ticking in the background you see the thing is I grew you up you can hear the bone on bone china going I think geez. that's awesome I, like, oh I just think God. that's so awesome somebody punched someone um,
1: you see I grew up with noir movies so that kind of thing really I didn't grow up in the era of noir movies by the way I'm not in <laughs> a mortal Um I was raised with Mentored noir from movies. the 1920s yeah I used to know this real town see I used to spend time with dames and broads see yeah but I didn't uh, anyway anyway that's what I thought do get in touch with us on Twitter do uh, try and get in touch with us on Facebook if you yeah. don't feel like using Michael Twitter um, if you're a very very modern and a part of the millennium generation Instagram is always an option yeah, um, tell us what you think who's your favourite uh, Batman the Animated Series villain um, um, Catwoman I'm a Joker fan through and through um, didn't really care for Scarecrow um, but anyway do let us
0: know yeah um,
1: anything else to add there Michael any recommendations for
0: the week uh, look watch those episodes Yep, that was a good list. It's a solid list of solid things list. to have a look at. I don't know. Maybe maybe go find a top ten. Well, not a top ten podcast. Find a top ten and give them a watch. Yeah. Roll your eyeballs over them. It's very entertaining.
1: Uh, when you're telling your children about the wonderful series you discovered, remember to say that it was Michael and Benjamin's podcast. It did it.
0: Yeah. And then go watch Just as Lean Unlimited, which is much better. Um. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> fair enough. But that's it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Bye. Bye.